Welcome to the Sacred Awakenings Podcast. We are a community that supports spiritual exploration in order to awaken our greatest potential. Our Sunday gatherings are a time we set aside for ritual and ceremony as a community to enrich our own spiritual lives with the support of other open-hearted people. We have taken excerpts from our Sunday talks from various spiritual leaders to put here to make it easier for listening and re-listening. Enjoy our talk. Good morning. My name is Ginny Barrett, and I'm here to offer the talk for this morning's gathering uh, on the law of attraction. It is something that's near and dear to my heart and happens to be the framework in which I grew spiritually and where I live my life from these days. Um, before we get started, one of the things I'd really like to do is have us all join together in a moment of prayer or meditation. So if you'll all close your eyes and take a nice deep breath right where you're at, find a comfortable place in your chair, and take a moment to notice your breath. And as you bring in your breath and how that expands within your body, and as you exhale, how you can release any tension that you feel. And as a result, you will feel more supported by your chair and the ground beneath your feet. This is such a wonderful feeling to feel supported. It's the one place that we can get this just by closing our eyes and focusing on our breath. But let's take it one step further. Let's join together with our intention to each other. Just see each person that's in this group that you know, along with, with the intention of seeing each person that is here that you don't know. And that is either on this particular Zoom or someone in the future who might be looking at this. This is our intention of coming together in community and feeling a part of that community. And then from here, if you will, come into awareness of the energy within your heart. And as you do that, allow the warmth of your heart to begin to expand within your chest. And then, with your intention, send that energy from your heart, that loving energy, out into the universe so that we all connect together in a column in the middle of all of us. This beautiful, effervescent column that each of us is participating with, with our energy. 
And from there, imagine that the energy of our collective is shooting all the way up and in connecting with the universe. That wonderful cosmos that is all around us. Feel the connection of our collective energy with the cosmos. And then allow that energy to come back from the cosmos through our collective energy. And now as a mix of all this energy back into your heart. As though it were threads of each and every person that is a part of this group now or in the future. And the threads of the universe, the cosmos, woven in with that, coming back into your heart, mending your heart, filling your heart, and allowing your heart to grow strong. We are children of the universe. And it is our right to be able to feel that. And when you're ready, open your eyes and come on back to this group. I'm so grateful to be here this morning because Law of Attraction has been with me for about the past 16 years. And it has taught many things. Patience being number one. Working with energy and how I have the opportunity and the capability and the skill, which I have built over the years, to be able to work with that energy and and use that energy to create the life that I am now living. So let's get started. Law of Attraction was introduced to me at a very difficult time in my life. My husband and I had been married for about two years at that point, and we were just at each other's throat throats. We were arguing. We were not meeting eye to eye. We were trying to run a business. We both had our own ideas of what that business should be like. And what I began to notice was when we would argue, other people who were around us and heard it, I began to watch them cringe and pull back like the energy that my husband and I were sharing with each other and not in a fun way was too much for them, but they had to recoil from it. This was an eye-opener for me. So I had two different people who handed me the DVD of The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, the documentary on the law of attraction. It was where I got my first introduction to this universal law. And with that, it was quite an eye-opener. And my husband and I would literally watch this DVD and stop about every five minutes or so to have a discussion about, does this mean this? Is it really like that? Those are the kinds of questions and discussions we had. And as a result, we ended up making our lives 
our laboratory for studying this particular law. We wanted to believe in it, and but we were like those from Missouri, <laughs> got to see it to believe it. So that's what we did. And off we went. So not going to actually go through very specifics of the law of attraction, because these days it is everywhere. All the people that I see are talking about it in what they write, uh, the videos that I see, books that are being written, all begin to talk about law of attraction. And basically, the, the law states that that which is like unto itself is drawn. That's the way the law reads. And I know it seems like old English, but basically it's like attracts like. But what is it that we're actually attracting uh, or this law is attracting? Well, it's energy, it's vibration, it's frequencies. So we are, and I think in this group, we pretty much all agree that we are energy. We vibrate. We live in a vibratory world. We live where everything around us is vibrating. Even from the solid things that we see, like tables and rocks and chairs and, you know, roads and that just stationary are still vibrating. And I remember learning that uh, in early in grade school, I think in science classes, we had molecules move inside a table. And so the table isn't just a solid block is actually full of molecules and atoms that are moving. So, you know, that's one of those first ideas that I had to wrap my head around looking at a solid piece of something like a rock and thinking that it's actually moving, <laughs> actually vibrating. But the more science that came out and over the years, the decades, you know, science is really, uh, discovered quite a bit around energy and vibration. And one of the fields that I became very attracted to was quantum physics. And that talks about what's going on at subparticle levels, so the parts of an atom, uh, what's actually going on there. Because what they discovered is that the laws of relativity that Newton had about physical objects and how they interact with one another was very different from what happened at the subparticle level. And those rules didn't apply anymore. So just to give you an example, Bell's theorem was you could take two subparticles and join them together. And they're either spinning in one direction or spinning in a different direction. And if one was spinning in a clockwise fashion, say, and you joined it with another one, and so they are both spinning in clockwise uh, fashion, if you were to separate those beyond any measure of physical <clears throat> influence, if you change the direction of one part subparticle, it would instantly change the other one because they had been in relationship with each other. Fascinating. Uh, way of, of looking and seeing this kind of science. So I remember 
that um, that kind of thinking, joining together and being affected by one another, began to play out in my life when I was teaching massage therapy school down in North Carolina for a while. And it has continued with me. And so in the beginning of this talk, we came together as and created a community because we all took our energy together and unified them intentionally, which allowed us to feel a community. And that aspect heightens our energy so that we are all on the same page. We are all thinking and feeling well, more feeling the same way because of the the joining of the energy that we have. So law of attraction is about energy and what it is that we can do with it. Now, when I grew up, I came through the Christian full, you know, religion. I was brought up Methodist and God was out there. God was a third person, so to speak, because that's the only way I could think of God. And in the way I grew up, it was like God was a grandfatherly type that was just way, you know, up there and would rain down his love and, and acceptance and give me direction if I was open to that. Um, I was part of a group and I learned that not everybody thinks this way. It was sort of a psychological growth group I had and was part of it as a young adult. And we uh, we talked about what was our concept of God and, and my eyes just opened. Well, not everybody thought this way. And this is a beautiful thing because once we get out of whatever um, boundaries we find ourselves growing up in, we find that there's so much more out there, so much variety. And so understanding that my the way I looked at God was just my perception, and it wasn't everybody's perception. So coming back into Law of Attraction, and you're looking at energy, well, and everything is energy, that means everything is all around. My idea of God began to shift. Um, you know, some of the late uh, writers like Neil Donald Walsh and um, even Dr. Joe Dispenza and uh, some gurus that I follow, Sadhguru is one of them, they'll talk about this greater cosmos as is a living energy. That which we call God is just another name in in that respect. So uh, nowadays we come across all kinds of names for God. There's the divine, the universe, source, the all that is, God. Um, those are just a few of the many names. And all of which are incapable of describing exactly what that is. So in Law of Attraction, it looks at all of that as just an energy. And it's an energy that we are a part of because part of that energy is 
the non-physical, well, it's non-physical, right? It's everywhere. It has no form. Um, but we are connected to that. And the part of that energy that gives is us, we are then focused into a physical body. And that is who we are, what we bring, our personality, our ideas, our thoughts. Our, we are as spirit having a human experience because part of our spirit is focused into a physical body. The next thing I want to talk about a little bit came from uh, some unity uh, study that I did. Well, one of the things I did maybe four or five years ago, I wanted to know how do I go within and connect? And with law of attraction, you can manifest anything that your heart's desire. And so, and you do that by first putting out the intention that that's what you're, you want, the desire. So I wanted to know how could I go within and be connected? How do I connect to the soul that's within me? So I asked the question and I asked it out loud and I had a very powerful response to it. I literally had six streams of information coming at me all at once. And I spent an entire year reading, watching videos, uh, going to workshops, going to classes, uh, wherever I could get more information about what was giving me life within me and how do I connect with that. So that was a fun year and it was a great deal of study. And the following year in January, I heard this voice in my head, stop reading and start practicing. And that's when my spirituality began to take off. I did that. How do I practice? I don't know. Um, meditation, that was one, right? Meditation, journaling, um, spending time connecting to the energy that's beyond me. And I did something that was called, and I called it an intuition date. Um, an intuition date is when I would go out once a week, I picked a time, on a Wednesday, actually, and I would either go to the zoo and I would pick an animal and I would sit and try to connect to the animal and just let everything else in my life and my mind just be released, drift away, not be present. I would go to the art museum and I would pick a piece of art and I would just sit and be with that piece of art. I went to... um the Maumee River and sat with the river. I leaned up against a tree and communed with a tree. I did all these different things in different places that felt wherever I was drawn to. And the whole in the whole purpose of this was to connect to the intuition because I had the nudge, and we'll talk about nudges in a second, the nudge that my intuition was the language of my soul. And so I wanted to listen to it. I wanted to strengthen my connection to that language, to my intuition, so that I could learn more. 
um, being told stop reading and start practicing, what a great way to start doing just that. So that was a huge nudge. And I began through the intuition days to follow the nudges that came my way. Um, and it, it was miraculous. I mean, there'd be a time when, <laughs> so one time um, I was brewing coffee for an event and uh, my husband and I had a, a coffee roasting company and sometimes we would do events. Um, and so I was, I had brewed uh, an air pot to take of decaf coffee. And just as I was running out the door, I got this nudge in my head, check the inside. Well, inside of an air pot, you need the little spindle thing with a spout. Otherwise, you're never going to dispense any coffee. So I opened up that air pot and sure enough, there was no spout in it. And I went, that's what I'm talking about, these nudges. They can be what seemingly is about nothing. And yet, those little nudges are what guide you to a better experience in the future. So I started listening to those. And in Law of Attraction, they say when you get one of those nudges, you want to act on it right away. You don't want to push it aside and say, oh, I'll get, I'll remember that and go do it later. No, you want to do it right then and there because that's when they're giving you the information. They, I mean, the energies, the, the energy that's beyond. Hi, <laughs> this is Peanut. If you can see him, he likes to be in my, in my lab wall. I'm talking and, and recording. So if you don't mind, we're just going to leave him there and let him find another place. And we'll cut this out of the video. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Technology, gotta love it. <laughs> All right. So I want to come back to what it is where these nudges are coming from. One of the things that really is sort of an epiphany for me, but I learned through the Unity Church, was that the energy that is out there, this living energy, is always resonating love and joy. Always. That love and joy is sort of our North Star. It's what guides us. So being that we are connected to that energy, we also resonate, it is our birthright, resonate love and joy. And here comes one of the uh, main focal point in law of attraction. And that is being in alignment with that love and joy. When we are in alignment with love and joy, we feel great. When we are turned away and not in alignment with that love and joy, we feel the pain of separation. And it does not feel good. 
And that is how we know where we are, whether we're in alignment or not. That living energy, that cosmos that's out there, is always has our best interest in mind. And that, when we are in alignment with that, that's where we get guided from. And those nudges is the language that is being given to us from that living energy, the cosmos. How wonderful is that? So why don't we feel that all the time? Why, why aren't we in this blissful life the whole time? Well, that's because we're having a human experience. And as such, we have free will. And free will is our ability to choose. And sometimes we're choosing when we don't think we are. <laughs> what it is that we're experiencing. And what we're experiencing is based on what we're thinking, feeling, saying, and doing. Every one of those things is a form of energy. It's a vibration. There is a feeling state with it. And it's feelings that we are using to know. It's our thermometer to know where we are. So... If we aren't feeling very good, we can know we're turned away from that love and joy and that guidance of where we want to be in our future. And uh, so in our life of feeling good. So here's something that it might that's interesting. I found very interesting. We think 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. 95% of those thoughts we thought yesterday, which means we are living in the subconscious. These aren't conscious thoughts that we're having. These are subconscious thoughts that we are having. The same thoughts, the same actions, the same react reactions to things, um, the same fears that pop up, the same things that you don't want to do, uh, the same things that you do want to do. All of those are relived over and over and over. Science has now shown that our conscious mind is only activate, active for 5% of the day. So, but here in, in Law of Attraction, we are emanating an energy and attracting its likeness back to us 100% of the day. So whether we know it or not, and it's our feeling states that will tell us that what we are attracting. Words are very interesting. For instance, if I have trouble going to sleep at night and I'm constantly saying I can't get to sleep, well, what's the energy of the statement I can't get to sleep? Right? I'm actually attracting, I can't get to sleep. So I get the experience over and over again because those are the words that I'm using. I can't get to sleep. How about going to work, you know, on your way to work and it seems like you're always getting the red lights. 
I can't ever get to work on time. And if you let go of that and you start believing that, wait a minute, I can get to work online. Do you see the energy shift there? I can't get to work on time. I have all the time in the world to get to work. There's such an energy difference there. And that's what we learn to manage in Law of Attraction. So living your life with respect to Law of Attraction means that you get to choose what energy you want to be emitting. And you do that by how you feel. So I have friends who also teach this. And one of the things that they'll say is, well, how do you want to feel? Which is an excellent question for when you're about to do anything. Let's say you've got a meeting you've got to go to. Now, see, I just use you've got to go to as though got to go to has some kind of kind of drama to it, <laughs> some kind of uh, have to-ness. Let's say there's a meeting you're going to go to, but you're dreading it. And you say the words, I have to go to this meeting. In that moment, you have a choice. You have an opportunity to say, well, how do I really want to feel about this? And if you can envision yourself experiencing a wonderful, fun, uplifting meeting in that moment, you have just changed your energy and you're now attracting the very thing that you're thinking about or feeling about. It's such an amazing tool for creating life. Now, the one other thing that I want to add to that is aligning yourself with that living energy as, as the cosmos is one of the best feelings that you will ever have. I'm can think back to a time when things just seemed like they were going right. Things were flowing easily. It was like everything was effortless. And that's because you're in alignment with love and joy, with that living energy, with your soul. And then there are the times when nothing seems to go right, at, like you stub your toe in the morning, which leads to um, you get to work late, which leads to arguments in the day, which leads to not being productive and then worrying that you're going to get called on the carpet because you're not being productive. All those things can steamroll because that's law of attraction. Whatever you're emitting, you're going to get more of. So when if you want to manifest something in the future, it goes like this. You put out a desire, and then you imagine what that, that desire, the having of it, feels like. And that's important, the feeling of it. Now, because we're human, there's often times when we'll say, yeah, but... And, you know, uh, we've all done it. We want to put out some, you know, maybe it's like having a lot more income or getting a promotion or winning the lottery, for God's sakes. You know, putting that out there, but yeah, but this is the first thing that comes back. 
Like, there's no way I could possibly do that. I mean, that's the underlying thought, right? Nah, I'm. it's not in, in my cards or in my stars. So, but it's possible. All of that is possible. If we can get past the negativity that shows up when we try to state something positive, we're doing a lot better. But here's something you can do for yourself. If you struggle with trying to believe that you could have that desire, of if you struggle with the feeling of having that be your truth, then put out the desire, but let it go. Don't try to keep hanging on to it and try to re-inject it with better feelings. Your desire has already been created and it's already out there. And the, the energies, that living energy that's out there is already forming in the ether, so to speak, so that you can have it. But it's only going to come to you if you are in alignment with that that you're wanting. So if you're having trouble trying to feel the wonderfulness of having your desire, put it aside. It's already been created. Now you just go to work and change your energy however you can change it. And what I mean by that is go focus on something that's already working in your life. In our household, we have five rescue cats, and they're absolutely wonderful cats. And they've come very far from from that rescue personality to being more free and loving. And I can turn around and look at one of the cats who is in utter peace and get joy just observing that. And that would be a tool that I could use to change my energy about whatever negative drama I'm having about the desire that I want. Using other things in your life that you're already feeling good about is a great tool. Lots of other tools that you can use are meditation, journaling, playing music. Um, we often use music to help us feel better or, or raise up our vibrations when we're going to go do a task and we want it to be fun and we want to dance with that task. For me, that's cooking. <laughs> um, or even yard work. Yes, I have done that too. <laughs> but anyway, find those things within your life that will help you shift to a better feeling state. Now, I know that we can go on and on and on. And we, there's a lot to look at, especially with we're looking at our own lives and, and where are we falling down and where is this not working and, and just even developing the belief that this is possible. But that comes in the future in workshops and, and anything that you can get led to that will help you open that up for you. We here at Sacred Awakenings have many ways of, of connecting spiritually and finding peace and love and joy and gratitude within your life. So with that, I'd like to end with a meditation. I'm going to do a little bit of a guided meditation in feeling love and joy. So if you'll close your eyes 
and breathe and settle into your heart again. And this time, allow the energy of love and joy to enter into your heart. Allow the energy to come from the heavens, from that living energy above, to filter in through the top of your heart and mix with the energy in your heart and allow the energy of Mother Earth to rise up from her center and up through your feet and also meet within your heart. And as all of those energies begin to mix, allow me to make some statements that you may adopt for your own life. I am so grateful to be here on this earth in this very moment experiencing my human life. I love that I am a dynamic person, that I have all these senses with which to give me information. I'm joyful that there are others around me whom I can connect with, who I can mentor and be mentored by. I am so grateful that the love around this particular group and other groups that I am a part of is alive and well. I'm grateful to open my eyes in the morning. And as I take my first breath, I become aware that I am spirit in a physical body. And I love that I am beginning a new day, a day which I can create. And I choose to start my day feeling good, feeling grateful. Who knows what I'm going to do today? Who knows who's going to cross my path and bring me information that I've never had before? Who will cross my path today? Who will Help me feel something great. And who out there will come across my path that I can help, that I can offer assistance to, even if it's just a hug or a conversation? Being human means feeling and connecting to others. May we all go forth this day expecting a joyous day. Amen. Thank you for finding us and tuning in 
to the message today, please visit our website at sacredawakenings.org. May every day bring you sacred awakenings.